with a smile on your face. (laughs) (laughs) I know your games. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're back in the saddle again. Start to continue podcast. Are we? Are you sure we're on number twenty-one? Yep, for sure, number twenty-one. Alrighty, it's a big one. (laughs) What's my name again? Uh, You are Joe. I'm Bill. Nice. Here we are. I just wanted to hear you say my name. We're back in the middle of the night. Is it? Oh, it is. We're in a a new recording environment. Yeah, we're trying a new recording facility. Um, We seem to like this one. It's got a a lot more laid-back atmosphere. Yeah. Certainly a lot more private than some of the other ones we've been using. No, we didn't even think about going to the recording booth today. Should have maybe did one more at the recording booth. This coffee is the tits. As long as it keeps you awake. I'll be happy. All right, man. I've got nothing to talk about. (laughs) I hope you wrote down stuff for the listeners. That's good. Well, so that's this seems to be a running thing with you, um, bringing nothing to the table. I bring me and my my charm and my my wit and my je ne sais quoi. Well, let's get something out of the way quick here because I'm kind of bummed out today. It's a bummer of a day with the... we found out today that uh, Leonard Nimoy has passed away. Now, how did you pronounce his last name? Nimoy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and how do you pronounce Conan's name again? <laughs> Conan. Dude, that's fucked. No, it's the proper pronunciation. Uh, it's like tsunami. It's, tsunami. It's Leonard Nimoy. Nimoy. It's it's been pronounced Nimoy for decades. Yeah, and they've been saying George Takai forever too. Takai. People don't know. That's right. No, like, it's always okay. been Takai. No, people always say Takai. All right. I'm telling you what the proper pronunciation. Yes, it's are. very sad. I was actually, uh, what was I doing today? I was at home. Uh, first thing in the morning, around nine o'clock, hopped on the computer and. Uh, I don't know, for some reason, I forget what site I went to, but first thing that popped up was, yeah, Leonard Nimoy uh, passed away. I didn't realize he was sick, but I guess he was only sick for this this past week, right? It was a, um, it was a, what was it, a, a clogged heart condition, right? Yeah, something heart-related. I had heard earlier in the week, actually Shatner put out a tweet saying, hope you get better, Leonard, kind of thing, and that he was on the men, so I was shocked today, too, and I think I heard in the radio in the car. Hmm. Um, yeah, unfortunate. Um, I don't know. Was he well enough to do another appearance or any kind of, like, uh, would he have been in the next Star Trek movie, or have they written that character off? Uh, well, it's not been written off. Well, it wasn't written off, I wouldn't think, but uh, he was definitely... I don't know. Uh, I haven't seen the second one. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> Jesus. Come on, man. Dude, I still haven't seen uh, the second Star Trek. I haven't seen uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm. Figure that one out. I got two kids, man. Well, Leonard was getting up there for sure, um, but uh, I thought I'd, you know, I'd look up a few things, uh, let you know what he's been into. You know, we all know the Star Trek thing, of course. And uh, growing up, I was a huge Star Trek fan. The movies more for me because... Yeah. I actually liked the first motion picture movie. Yeah. You obviously did not. (laughs) 
Oh, I like it. It's just a little bit long and drawn out, but, you know, it's... Oh, so it's, appreciate uh, it, man. I do appreciate it. Of course, um, uh, Leonard directed three and four. That was part of his deal. Mm, yeah, nothing to write home about. But he did direct a much better movie than those two. Three Men and a Baby. That's right. Hey, yeah. You didn't think I knew that, did you? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> it's part of part that's of the all notes. I, that's I was... all I know, man. It's dumb stuff. Wow. What, who was in that movie? Uh, my man Tom Selleck. <laughs> your your man uh, uh, Steve Gutenberg, and my man Ted Danson. Gutenberg, man, major star. Yeah, that's why I gave him to you. Major star, Cocoon, Police Academy. That guy was in everything. Um, Short Circuit. Short Circuit, yeah. Like there He literally was in all these tentpole movies. Anyways, so, uh, yeah, Leonard was uh, wanted out of Star Trek, I believe, was the story after Khan. That's why he died in the end. He wanted to be done. He's oh, like, yeah, he's tired of the whole Spock. Kill character. me off. I want out of here so you he can't bring me back. And they offered... They really wanted him back and told him he could direct the next two movies if he comes back. Now, what so, do you think he, they were getting paid as as characters for the Star Trek franchise? I don't know. Like for him to get out and think that, you know, he can get work elsewhere, you know, other than maybe little bit parts. Do you think he could get paid more or why would you not just stay and take the paycheck? Well, I think he knew. If like, he, were they getting paid, like, you think, like a million dollars a film or something like that? Yeah, probably the principals. Well, those, like Shatner and Nimoy. It's like Stern says, man. <laughs> you just, you ride that, uh, you ride that horse. I think he definitely saw if he kept going, he would always be Spock and nothing else. So, but he uh, was allowed to get in the director's chair and. Yeah, but why, you know. Why really just be an actor? Why not go the route of being a producer or a director where you can make really big coin, right? Um, I don't know. Well, there's it's the the, the director too is also like I don't know. Yeah, I guess they can potentially make a killing in money, but a principal actor can make a ton of money too. So, what else? Did you know he was in? One of your favorite movies, 1986, animated feature. Yeah, of course. He was uh, in the Transformers movie, uh, the voice of uh, the newly reinvented Megatron uh, character uh, named Galvatron. Well done. Well done. Well, man. Uh, I watched the movie and I'm a fan, so I sh you shouldn't be surprised. And as you know, because you're a big fan of the Michael Bay Transformers movies, he was in. Uh, he was the Galvatron in the in the latest one too. Dark of the Moon. Yes. Age of Extinction. No, he was in Dark of the Moon as Sentinel Prime. And not the new Galvatron either. Oh, maybe I'm getting mixed up. Yeah, you're right. He was Sentinel Prime. Oh, yeah. I'm right. And before the Star Trek movies, he was in uh, The Invasion of the Body Snatchers with Sutherland and yep. Jeff Goldblum. That was a good movie. 
And uh, I still find that one spooky. Yeah, it was well done. Yep. Um, and a movie I really loved because uh, Will Ferrell in it and Danny McBride, uh, Land of the Lost. He was the voice of the Zorn. Land of the Lost. Yeah. I have to say I've never seen it. Oh, it it got a bad rap for sure, and you wouldn't get it at all because it's comedy. <clears throat> but uh, it, I really like it. It's funny. Could have been a lot better if it was bumped up to uh, the R rating, but even what it had, I thought was pretty funny. <clears throat> and, of course, Leonard was uh, big into photography as well and uh, philanthropy. And uh, I think Seth MacFarlane said it, ba- said it best after he died. He said, uh, let's be on the lookout now for the Genesis planet. <laughs> well, certainly, like you just said, he's, he was obviously beloved by a lot of people. Uh, you and I certainly enjoyed his movies. And uh, it's a, definitely a sad day and sad loss for the Star Trek universe. So I guess uh, one final... Live long and prosper. Which, of course, was a trending um, hashtag yeah, on, on the Twitter. and I hate that, to be honest with you. I hate that. Well, there's a lot, that's uh, information is flowing faster than anything through Twitter. So uh, we've had a pretty big, uh, pretty big week on the old tweets. Do we? Yeah, As well, our it? last episode, episode 20, we put out there how nice it would be if we could actually get 20 followers for episode 20. Did we break that mark? We've done that. You know where we're at now? Well, hmm. you haven't been on there, right? Not on our Twitter. No, because it's, it's my job. That you're, As Do director everything. of uh, social media. <laughs> um. Well, last I saw, we were at 19. So I'm going to say we probably broke 20, obviously. I'm going to go with 25. Just tonight, we have hit 30. Holy. Are yeah. these real people? Or now, these, I swear uh, the, to uh, Christ. A bunch of fembots. At least 70% of them aren't robots. Are are not robots. Well, they probably are, yeah. There's a bunch of robots in there. Any but... hot pictures of uh, these robots? No. Mm. No. But uh, we takes what we can get. So I've got one. Uh, I think she's a hot robot following me on my Transformer Twitter one. Well, that would make sense. No. I kept her on because she's got a hot picture. That's it, though. <laughs> yeah, well, That's we, good, man. 25. What'd you say? 25? No. 24? What number did you say? Really? Do you? 30, you said, right? In the least. 30. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we're up to 30. That's excellent, man. Well, we had a... Uh, now, our, any special reason? What got us up to this... Uh, these 11 new followers. Well, uh, yeah, definitely. We had a tweet go out. Well, you know, I composed a tweet that got our biggest heat since we've been doing this pile of garbage. Uh, Artie Lang from, uh, you know, Dirty Work and Howard Stern fame. Yeah. Uh, he was going to appear on Conan, so I put out a tweet saying, uh, you know, check out Artie on the Cone Bone, something like that. Which Artie retweeted and favorited. So and when Artie retweeted it, he pumped that out to a quarter of a million people. So that was our biggest reach ever. And that night, the whole the Twitter feed just kept binging and popping. And really, 
yeah, it was pretty cool. So I, I'd like to hear comments like to, uh, from I, I, anyone else to hear what their biggest uh, tweet heat was. Who I'd, did they get? I'd be really curious to see actually how many people. Obviously, there's no way to find out, but how many people actually read that specific tweet or clicked on it? Yeah, unfortunately, I I have been trying a, a little app that works with uh, Twitter called Buffer, which will actually give you better analytics on your tweets. But I didn't have that running for that tweet. And so this thing will, will oh. actually tell you how many clicks you get as so well as how much reach you get. Now, where can you run it off of? Like your phone, you mean? How, or is it off the computer? Uh, it's with Chrome, I think. I think it works with Chrome, and whenever Twitter's on, it works with Twitter. Oh, so you couldn't run it off like your your phone device? I don't think it works on the phone, no. Because that's so. where most people would do their tweets, though. So that's a little surprising. Well, maybe no, I don't know. I use it through Chrome, and uh, it's for basically uh, people would use it to uh, set up a queue of tweets so they're spaced out in time. You know, so you're not. Sending four tweets out at once, you oh, can okay. set up a queue and it'll send out a tweet every four hours or whatever. All I right. don't use it for that because we don't tweet enough. But I would, I was using it just to see the analytics of what your reach could be. Of course, the biggest tweet ever, I didn't have it running, but already has two hundred fifty thousand followers, so it went hmm. to them. That seems a little low, don't you think, for him? You would have thought with all his years on Stern. Mind you, I don't know when he started using Twitter, but um, he'd certainly have a lot more than 250. I don't know. You know, he's got his Mad TV days. He's got his comedy, uh, comedy acts. He's got his sports fans that follow him. Uh, he's got his podcast show that he has now called Artie Quitter. And it's on artiequitter.com. And from from what I've read on uh, the topics for that Quitter site, it actually looks really, really, well, it sounds really, really funny, I should say. But um, I just don't have the time to sit and read or listen to them for the time being. Yeah, I've checked in on two or three of his podcasts. Yeah. They're pretty good. It's, it's already. It's, it's what we're used of him, to. I just happened to, uh, you brought this up. Tonight, you told me that... Um, uh, Lang was on uh, the Joe Rogan podcast. So that was part of his uh, West Coast trip when he was out to Conan. He stopped at Rogan mm. and he also stopped at uh, who's uh, Jimmy Kimmel's buddy, uh, Al uh, Adam Carolla, his podcast. So he had a bunch of stuff to do on the West Coast. So anyway, I gave it a listen to. And actually, Joe Rogan's website, uh, I guess, podcast site or whatever is really, really well done. Uh, JoeRogan.net, I believe, and um, yeah, he's one of the big boys. But yeah, just do a search, uh, Google search, go Joe Rogan podcast, and it'll, it'll be like the number one thing that pops up. Um, and it gives you the option of uh, he actually does it, I guess, in, in in the same place all the time. So he's got camera set up, multiple cameras set up, and um, so you got the option of listening to it or, or actually watching it as well. And it's a uh, you know, it's very smooth camera work in terms of switching back and forth. Um, he's got two guys working off camera that are, I guess are doing everything for him. But uh, 
this is the latest podcast uh, with him and Artie Lang. It's uh, about an hour and 36 minutes, and it just flies by. They got a, a fantastic rapport. Um, I'm not a fan of Rogan's uh, specific brand of comedy, at least the stuff that I've heard. But he's certainly knowledgeable, um, not just in the MMA field. Um, he's a big fan of boxing and, and other physical sports like that. But, um, you know, him being a stand-up comic as well, he's got that fast wit. And, you know, especially sitting with a guy like Artie, they just riff back and forth for the hour and a half and uh, talked about everything from uh, Artie's gambling addiction to why he's not happy with his podcast, him playing pool, uh, to the old days, um, Artie's diet. And it's just a, a fantastic listen. I highly recommend, if you never listened to Rogan's podcast, to give it a listen to. And if you're going to listen to one episode and give it a try, listen to the Artie Lang one. Yeah, uh, when I went on there to go to the Artie episode, I noticed that just before Artie's, the episode before, is one of my favorite comedians, Brian Regan, was in there. Yeah, I was going to listen to that tonight too. And his episode is like two and a half hours long. So I'm, I've started that off, and it's good. And he's got like, um, if I remember correctly, about six hundred episodes at least, right? Oh yeah. Well, whatever, whatever the prior ones are, if they're all just sit down sessions, they're numbered up six hundred plus. So certainly, uh, certainly a good backlog of of shows to to fill your time with. Well, like I said, he's one of the big boys. He's in the top ten, if not the top three, maybe. Yeah, I think uh, it, I think if I remember correctly, he's been doing it for a while as well. Yeah. Um, what didn't Artie like about his podcast? I'm just curious. Um, it was the whole setup of it. Uh, you know, he runs it out of his his kitchen. He he said, I don't know if he. I'm pretty sure he's serious about that, but he goes, you know, I run out of the kitchen in my house, and, you know, I've been uh, late eight times already, and uh, for him, I think he, he has some people running it for him, but it's just the whole setup and procedure and, you know, the whole basically producing of everything. He just, it's not really his style. He's the kind of guy who just likes to show up and talk. Yeah, I've seen pictures of his setup. It's Yeah. Still, it's better than this, what we got going. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's got more mics. What, he's not using two mics? Two USB uh, blue <laughs> microphones hooked up to a MacBook Pro? Nope. Not nope. that there's anything wrong with that, to be honest with you. Nothing wrong with this at all. Just an hour of trying to get it to work. Still got, every we got like $1,500 worth of equipment here. Okay. What year was that? Nothing to sneeze at. Apple doesn't go down in value like a piece of shit PCs. Oh, Jesus. Take it down a notch. Relax. If you look up this MacBook Pro right now, it, it costs you the exact same as it did five years ago. Come on. Doesn't work And that's that for way. the brand new version of this. Same price. Yeah, the brand new version. But yeah. this itself has depreciated since you purchased it. No, I'm saying what I paid for this is the same cost for the new ones now. Yeah. 
Okay. What's that? Proof? Hasn't gotten cheaper in price like it would have for a Mac <laughs> or for a PC, man. <laughs> ah, you're crazy. No, nope. you're crazy for not going Mac, baby. Okay, so what did you think of already on Conan then? I didn't watch it because he's on Conan. Ah, oh, my God. Conan. You are a piece of work. I hate that guy. Hate him. Why? Because he thinks he's funny. He comes out, flips back his fucking jacket, uh, puts his hands on his waist, shakes him his ass, and then uh, pinches his nipples. Uh, that's the string, jam- string dance. It's you say mark. that like people know. <laughs> Everyone knows. <laughs> he is so lame, so well, dumb. He is not funny. Andy is. I like Andy a lot better than Conan. Yeah, Andy's great. If we got rid of Conan, I'd watch it if it was just Andy. Because <laughs> I liked Andy's show as well. Which one? The short-lived one. Well, he had about fifteen of those. I don't. <clears throat> I, don't I don't remember the name of it. The Andy Richter. Uh, takes over the universe one that was probably it yeah that was really good that was really good taking off the airway it lasted like a season i think or something right yeah it uh it didn't last well i already was on conan for a couple segments and uh it was pretty good and conan was trying to wrap up the interview uh already kept going he wouldn't let him wrap up the interview kept going on about uh the kardashians and Mm. jenner and his uh Having a vagina? Yeah. Allegedly. It was pretty funny. Oh, good. We've been seeing a bunch of him for a while lately. It's uh, funny you go through spells where Artie disappears and then he pops up for whatever tour or, or something. It'd be nice if he came to Canada and did a show. Well, uh, maybe he has border crossing issues. <laughs> hmm. Who knows? But uh, how can we pack that in with all the other shows that you've got us tickets for, right? You mean the Mark Maron show that you made you made uh, made us miss out on watching? Uh, well, let's Both see. Both of them. You missed on getting us tickets to Marin. You missed getting us tickets to Kevin Smith. And no, you, I left that in your court. Dude. And you missed getting us tickets to Rush. Thanks. No, we can't afford the Rush. Two hundred bucks. Well, we, we could have got somewhere the eighty dollars seat somewhere. I don't sit in the eighty dollars seats. <sighs> this could be the last uh, rush it will, tour in a long time. It is the last rush tour ever. Wow, it's your farewell tour. Yeah, I think it's still a little early to say they'll never tour ever again. But uh, it will definitely be a big break for them after this. Did you um, hear about the Grateful Dead? Reunion that's happening oh, this yeah, summer? Oh, yeah, I did. Not. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I hear about that? Oh, come on, man. Why would it's I exciting. Look... I know you're into it. And I can appreciate it because you're, you know, deadhead and all that stuff. Well, it's their come, 50th. Tell me about it. It's their 50th anniversary. So the surviving members have decided to get back together for three dates in Chicago. At uh, Stadium, uh, Soldier Field. It's a big stadium. That's right. So three dates. That opens up about uh, 200,000 tickets. So uh, it's a Grateful Dead thing. Um, Whenever they went out on tour, they would um, 
have a mailing list for people to mail in for tickets. Right. You know, because it goes back in history, right? They wanted their fans to get tickets through them as much as they could rather than ticket outlets and whatnot so they would have a mailing list. And so they did that for this uh, reunion as well. And uh, it just overwhelmed their office. There was one woman who looked after the mail-in ticket office, like out of her house. And uh, within a month or something, there was over 60,000 pieces of mail came in for ticket requests. Mm. And uh, so those 60,000 pieces of mail, that translates into over 300,000 ticket requests just in mailing alone. And there's only 200,000 seats available. Is that... Well, that blows when, my mind that this many people are time? mailing in. Well, I know they got a really strong following, so I'm not really surprised by that. I used to work with uh, some chick... Um, Back when I, uh, I guess I was in high school, so probably grade, mm, I don't know, whatever, like grade 11 or 12 or something like that. Now I worked at Blockbuster, right? Oh, I can't wait to get in the Blockbuster stories oh, with you one of these nope. days. Can't let on what happened. <laughs> anyway, th this chick was like a hippie chick, right? She had a boyfriend, and he, he had like the long dreads. And uh, they had uh, the Volkswagen minivan kind of thing. Microbus. And they, I worked there uh, at that location. I worked there, I think, for a year, maybe two, maybe a year and a half, whatever. But um, I remember it was the summertime, and she asked to take a month off of work because her and her boyfriend were going to follow fish around for the month. Nice. It's like, you know. Those kind of people, but she was huge into the Grateful Dead, and I, I'm pretty sure she went went to go see them in concert somewhere as well. She always used to talk about you know the fans and how crazy they were and all that. So to have this amount of mailing list come to them, I'm not surprised at the least. Well, the uh, the guitarist from Fish will be filling in for Jerry's part yeah. uh, for these concerts, and I think Bruce Hornsby will be coming back to play uh, really? piano. Well, how, many, um, how many members are missing? Well, uh, Jerry and they, they'd they be down a keyboardist. So Hornsby, Hornsby uh, played with them before then? Yeah, he had a stint with them on the keys. He, he was one of, he's one of the few uh, piano players of the Grateful Dead to live. <laughs> Usually their piano players die after a certain amount of time. What do you mean? He was actually part of the band at some point? Well, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I didn't realize that. I don't know if it was just part of the touring act. I don't know if he's You're actually about Bruce, recorded. Bruce Hornsby in the range. Wow, whatever piece of shit he did. Oh, yeah. here we go. <laughs> I don't support. I don't support that. Really? No, nah, no. But anyways, let's get back to this. So I don't know. I thought Hornsby was just some kind of you know like uh, uh, some kind of like soft music person and not, yeah, not associated with the Grateful Dead or anything like that. Completely, yeah. Yeah, I know. Uh, you know, like that Kenny G kind of person, Exactly. Right? No, he's in that era that I don't really, I don't listen to those shows from that era. Same with the, the keyboardist, was it before him, the Brent Nyland era of the 80s? I, I just, bah. 
I stay back in the 70s and the 60s. Those shows are all gold. So, um, but getting back, so the mail-in guys, they have 300,000 requests for tickets. Unfortunately, the band can only honor about 10% of those because Ticketmaster is, they're obligated to give Ticketmaster, you know, 90% of ticket sales. Really? Can you imagine this, uh, you know, the mail-in people working that room have to turn away 90% of those requests? Hmm. And I've seen photos of this room they're working in. All these requests come in. They're all, you know, people do artwork on the envelopes, and they have a big story about why they should have tickets. And Really, yeah? Yeah, people go all out for it. But Ticketmaster, man. What's... Uh have they released uh, prices for that yet? Uh, it was between, I'm trying to remember, sixty nine and hundred and two hundred dollars. And there's a little bit of VIP ticketing going in there too. Why does that two hundred dollars seem to be the magic mark for tickets nowadays? To get anywhere decent, you're paying you're paying like one fifty, two hundred bucks. This is in a stadium, too, so you're paying 200 bucks and you're still miles away from... Yeah. Uh, but again, this is like a football game down there. Like, you've got the whole day, you're going to be in the parking yeah, lot. Yeah, those guys do it up. I know that much. You're going to spend the day in the parking lot doing whatever you do, and uh, then you're going to have the show, and then you're going to have the after the show. It's going to be a big scene, man. You want to go? No. <laughs> no way. I'd lose my mind. I uh, I never got to see the Grateful Dead, man. So this is one of the few bands that you haven't seen then. Yeah, I guess so. Well, I did see Phil Lesh, the bassist. Yeah, he, he was in a on his own. Mm. He toured with uh, Dylan one one tour. I did see that, but uh, this was back in the day before internet, right? Before you knew concerts were happening like you had to listen to the radio to find out when concerts were happening and right. shit or get them on bootleg well yeah but i mean to like find out about ticket selling and whatnot and i remember um in the year before jerry died there was uh there was talk of us going down you know to the states to pick up a show and i think they were touring with santana at the time and uh, I don't know, it just fell through, and it was always, well, there's next year, you know, whatever. And then Jerry died, and uh, you blew it. That was it. And uh, I was sad, man. Sandler would say, you blew it. <laughs> yeah, I did. I totally is blew there any it. Other, uh, is there any other uh, bands that you've yet to see that you want to see? Well, there's Rush, man. Rush is. You blew that one too, man. Rush is out there. I haven't Balls seen Rush. Um, I was a huge ACDC fan going through high school. Huge. That, uh, that seems way on the other tangent, but I was ACDC before I went anywhere else, and I've actually never seen them live. But mostly because, like... I saw them on, uh, I believe it was the Razor's Edge tour. Oh, you did? And I wasn't impressed. Well, I mean... And I was a huge fan... At that time, you know, is you know Led Zeppelin or ACDC, and especially like even the old uh, ACDC with uh, the Bon Scott, right? Yeah. It was so I knew all the stuff. Big fan. Listened to it all the time, and 
<laughs> and uh, I know I, I I made it about me again. Sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And uh, I saw them one time, and uh, like I said, I just wasn't I wasn't blown away by it for some reason. I think because I was such a fan of the Bon Scott era, I just haven't driven myself to really go out and get an ACDC ticket. Plus, they're they're just playing album cuts, right? It's pretty rare that, you know, they'll do one song that goes on for a while, yeah. but everything else is pretty strict to the album. And you got Brian Johnson doing Bon Scott songs, which... It's fine. He does a good job. No, I... Yeah, it's it's fine, but... It's no Bon Scott. Bon Scott was a natural voice, whereas Brian Johnson is now, in falsetto. Um, and now with Malcolm Young with uh, is it Parkinson's, yes? Uh, no, it's uh, dementia. Dementia, that's what it is, yeah. So now they've lost him, so it's not the same, man. And Phil Rudd's off uh, uh, I never defending ca- I never cared about the drummer, man. I think they got that shaved head drummer from uh, the Razor's Edge tour. Yeah. Last I saw back into it, so. Yeah, he'll be back. The other drummer never even counted. I didn't even, I didn't even care about Rudd. No, really, the, the ACDC drummer really doesn't stand out too much for, nope. like, uh, you know, like a Neil Peart would. He's just banging out the rhythm, They're just right? Angus Young and uh, lead vocal, man. That's all that stands out. Mm-hmm. So, so that's cool. Well, maybe you'll get a chance to see the Grateful Dead at some point. They'll come here. No, this is it. That's it. Just that one thing. They they're doing this special because it's their fiftieth anniversary. It'll be recorded, of course. They'll be. Uh, is it going to be released release? on vinyl so you can buy it? Oh yeah. There you go. Oh yeah, I can imagine it will be released every which way a Sunday. But uh, not that I'd want to go and be with. 70,000 people in a stadium. That's not really maybe 20 years ago, but yeah. Um, I just thought it was interesting all that, uh, all that mail in shit. Still money to be yeah, made there. Yeah, cool that the they did that. Too bad they couldn't have negotiated their contract with Ticketmaster a bit better there in terms of allowing the fans to have a little more than 10%. Whatever. Whatever. Uh, so can we get back to my question about are we ever going to see uh, – is Marin just doing those two shows? Mark Marin of WTF no, fame? Bill Marin. <laughs> no, he's doing one show in Toronto. He was talking about adding a second show. Oh. And that this is – you wonder why I have Twitter open all the time is because that's where it will be announced. Really? Yeah. He'll, he'll tweet it out and it'll sell out immediately, so – that's the one good thing about Twitter. You can. Uh, is there any way we can get down for scalpers? You think? I don't know. Who, who, who's selling? There's got to be tickets on sale on Kijiji. Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. It's it's like you know not a mainstream act, so I don't know if this is big on the reselling. Money is to be made, man. Perhaps. Um, and when did when did Smith come that we missed it? Well, he's still, it's either March or April. No. Um, is it just him or is it, uh, was it the get old? No, I don't think so. Hmm. I think it's just a uh, Smodcast. 
isn't it? I don't know. Bro, I know you don't know because you're not getting us tickets for these Is things. Is it just him on this podcast? No, him and his buddy. Uh, what's his head there? Would it be in the Babylon? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, that's shit. Yeah, it's not. You're right. It's Babylon, not uh, Smodcast. I'm hungry, man. <laughs> no, what else is new? Are you asking me a question literally or <laughs> yeah. is that a rhetorical answer? What has been going on, Joe? Nothing, man. Let's been turn a... it over to you, man. <clears throat> Tell me about your Listen, shelves. We never <laughs> we never talk about me, so yeah. Let's uh, direct it over to me for a little bit. Nothing, man. I, I worked those four days, and then the last two days I've been off. Nine in the morning till five in the afternoon, working away at framing in the basement. Bedroom's pretty much framed up. Walk-in closets framed up. Uh, storage room's done. The bathroom is framed up. Uh, and now we're just finishing off the bulkheads. So, hmm. you know what that all means? <laughs> no, I have no idea. Yeah, obviously. So there was nothing done in the basement? It was wide open? No, the, the outer walls were framed. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was open concept. But the outer walls were framed and insulated. And um, that was pretty much it. There was drywall up everywhere, like around the staircase, which is in the center, and drywall on the ceiling. Uh, not on the ceiling, but uh, around the walls. So it's all been taken down. That's it, man. What? What do you mean taken down? What did you take down? The drywall. Why? Because the wiring needs to be redone. Oh. Properly. So you had to de design a floor plan for down there? You created rooms out of this open space? Just um, just the bathroom and the, uh, and the uh, partition wall between the, the bedroom and the storage room. Mm. Exciting. Yeah. Good work, man. Are you gonna put posters? Uh, post yeah, pictures. Yeah, I meant to take some. I meant to take some today, actually, and I completely forgot before I came in. So, yeah, I'll put some up. They're not very exciting. <laughs> I want to see pictures. All of, you see is wood sticking around. I want to see all. your wood, and I want to see your shelves, and I want to see uh, you put some content on My our blog, man. Suck too, man. I got no time, man. These fucking kids. <laughs> These kids no are time. killing me. Come on. These kids are killing me. He's got this Here we go. where he gets up at 6 in the morning, even though we got him that alarm <laughs> clock that it's a digital one, so it's got a picture of a moon and the sun, and a, a moon and stars, and then whatever time you program it to, it switches to the sun. So he knows that when the picture changes from the moon to the sun, it's okay to get out of bed. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he's ignoring kids. that now, and he's uh, getting up at 6 in the morning all the time. Yeah, that's what kids do, man. And it's, I'm tired. I had to get up at six this morning, go sleep in his bed just to keep him in his room for another hour. Oh, yeah. You know what I get every morning at seven in the morning? It's not as bad as six. It's Ooh. seven. Dead sleep. I get two big hits right on the arm. Oh, it's a new day. And she pulls open the curtain and it's blinding sun <laughs> it's in your face. It's a new day. Yep. She says, it's a new day. 
So we always say it's still dark out, go back to bed, but now the sun is up so early now. Well, so early. So you it's... tell her do not you do not touch these curtains. <laughs> oh yeah, I, there's a lot of yelling going on at that time in the morning. But then we got to get up anyways to help out get the other oh, kid ready man. for school and I can't stand off to kids, school. <laughs> September, man. We'll I get, can't stand kids. Man. Get both kids in school. How's the diaper training going? It's not, man. Not He's diaper still training. Pooping and peeping, potty peeing training. His diapers. <laughs> you got to take the diapers off of them. We do. We got. We put them in the pull-ups. That's a diaper. What do you mean? He's got to be in regular clothes so he feels he's wet. These diapers actually make him feel wet. They're they're special ones. Hmm. I don't know. Pull-ups are still diapers, man. Well, I'm not having him you have pee, to. pee or poop on the couch. <laughs> no. You, go, you give him cloth undergarments, and they even have, like, uh, plasticky kind of undergarments that you wear over those to keep everything in. So it's not making a mess, but they're still, like, completely uncomfortable. It sounds like something back when we were kids, man. Well, or you could keep him in diapers till he's six years old. Or 12. Uh, the wife will figure it out. <laughs> I'm too busy, man. <laughs> You're too busy. She goes back to work in uh, nine days. Then the party starts for Joey. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know it does. You'll be by yourself all day long, won't you? Yep. Kids gone off to daycare. If only the stupid basement was done, I could just sleep or go to the gym or play video games or play with Transformers. So uh, you're at home on a day off, but your kids will still be going to a daycare. Of course. Hmm. Why would they not? I don't know. I didn't sign up to take care of kids. <laughs> that was not part of the deal. Oh. I gave her what she wanted. <laughs> wow. Just That's... kidding. No, <laughs> I wouldn't want to deprive my parents of uh, watching the kids for two days. Really? And this is the last year for Ethan anyway, because he, he starts school in the fall, right? Yeah. So he's all grown up. There he goes. Mother-in-law retires uh, in October, so she'll take care of uh, the kids the other three days. And then when I'm not working during the week, um, you know, I'll take I'll take care of them by bringing them to school or to to my parents or whatever. Even though you're home, you will be taking the kids out of your home to somewhere else. Yes. Even though you're home and off. I'm paying for daycare. You just said it's well, to, to your parents. Not to my parents, but. Wow. What? Why do you, <laughs> Why is that a, a fascination to you? Why is this like yeah, this a is... never before heard of thing? Because well, you figured it out, man. You've won at life. You've figured out how to have really? kids and not look after them. Because my wife the other day thought that when she asked me why I was so grumpy and I gave her multiple reasons, she said, so you're not happy with your life. <laughs> And then I got angry at her. Yeah, go on. Then what happened? Nothing. Kicked her out of my office and uh, continued to fold my laundry. You folded laundry? What do you mean? I do my own laundry, dude. Yeah. I always have. Really? Why is that? Because I don't like other people touching my stuff. 
Why not? Because it's my stuff. It's your clothes. Yeah. What what could someone else do you wrong to your clothes? Shrink it or dry it or, or wash <laughs> it in some way it's not supposed to be washed. Wow. Yeah. Okay. You don't do your own laundry? Yeah, I do. Oh, then why are you surprised that I do? <laughs> well, because you have you think, everything figured out. <laughs> you think everybody does everything else for me? Everyone looks after Joey. Right? Let me into this fantasy world, man. All right, man. What did you catch on the television? Nothing. I haven't had time, man. Two kids, basement, work. Well, I'll PVR tell you. PVR is going bonkers. The wife texted me tonight saying that uh, the PVR and the machine upstairs aren't showing any of the shows we have recorded on the PVR. So hopefully I didn't lose them now. But I'm behind on everything. Um, <laughs> I'm halfway through the first episode of season two of Bitten. Um, I started watching. Uh, that looks the, really hokey this year, man. Listen, give it a chance. Okay. Hashtag Bitten S2. <laughs> yeah, I'll get that um, going. But uh, Teletoon's actually been showing a bunch of, uh, you know, Teletoon at night. Yeah. Well, they've got these cartoons now. I just yeah. recorded um, Batman versus Arkham Asylum or something. No, I think I told you about that. I said well, I, I sent you a message. It. No, I record. No, you didn't. I sent you a message saying, "Get to Teletoon right now. They have this Batman movie on." No, I set the PVR before it started. Mm, I don't think so. Um, Batman uh, versus like the Suicide Squad. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what the wording is. Something Arkham Asylum, Batman. Takes on or yeah something yeah something it was Ar really good Batman something Arkham Asylum uh, so I got like maybe ten minutes into it and the kids were around so I decided not to watch it but uh, yeah some really good shows on that Teletoon at night um, yeah they play through a lot I of those don't think DC I've seen this one before I may have I don't know it was just last year I think it came really? out so I don't think you've seen it. They uh, yeah, they're not afraid to put on those DC movies. And then I've managed to uh, I've managed to get myself a complete run of, or the complete chronological run of uh, Marvel's Civil War comics. Hmm. So you know how it's all divided yeah. up into all the the different heroes. Yeah, someone's taken the time to organize them into the proper. Chronological order that you should be reading them. So, well, I'll take a nope. <laughs> yeah, you can bring that over to me. Come on, what? So nope. no one wants to hear you doing that. <laughs> if I want to pop my peas in the microphone, I will. No. Um, well, I want to get it in because it's been, uh, I think, a couple weeks now since it's been on the Saturday Night Live 40th anniversary. Oh, I totally forgot about it because it was so awesome. What do you mean by that? It was not awesome. It was three hours that I, I probably fast-forwarded through two hours of it. Well, I was really disappointed by it. It uh, wasn't without your its, thoughts. It wasn't without its difficulties, but I, you know, I I uh, I enjoyed going back in time, seeing the old cast for sure. 
and uh, the Celebrity Jeopardy. Come on. That was great. That was probably the best skit. Um, sketch. Skit? We do skits in grade school. These are sketches. Uh, the Wayne's World sketch was good. Yeah, it's great. Unfortunately, they kept mentioning uh, dummy Kanye West in it a million times. Mm-hmm. Um, but those, like uh, those were the only two sketches really I could I can remember. You gotta, well, you know, you 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 just flippantly say it was garbage and everything, but uh, you gotta look at what the performers had to do. Like Norm had to show up uh, the weekend before this thing airs to actually sit down with a couple other people and write that Celebrity Jeopardy sketch, right? And they weren't getting paid for it. They were just doing it for the love of so Lauren and the show. I wouldn't expect them to be paid for it. They should be doing it for and, the love of the show. Yeah, I didn't realize that every Celebrity Jeopardy, that was that was Norm McDonald's baby. Really? Hmm. So uh, he wrote that, and you know Will Ferrell came back to do uh, Alex Trebek, and yep. they were off to the races. It was back in the swing of things. And the, again, with the Wayne's World one, that that's my cast. That When I, we talk about Saturday Night Live and what I think in my head, that cast is I'd, where I'm at. The Dana Carvey and the Mike Myers. Yeah, I was the same way. I just wish they had done more sketches with the older cast. I don't know why they... Like that one with um, Bradley Cooper in it where they were the surfing family or whatever. That, it Californians. Was, it was awful. Yeah. That was awful. And I'm pretty sure that went on for like five minutes at least. It went on. For, I was pulling my hair out because I'm like, why is this going on so long and it's taking away time from like Steve Martin or something? Yeah. Yeah, I think the whole thing was just a crowbar. Uh, what's her face? That's a real in. shame. Um, Taylor Swift. It was to oh, get her she in. She was flipping horrible. I, I wish Eddie Murphy had done something. Uh, again, if. Norm Macdonald the next day was on uh, Twitter telling stories from what happened, and uh, he was involved with the whole Eddie Murphy thing because Lauren wanted Eddie Murphy involved in the Celebrity Jeopardy sketch. He wanted Eddie to play the Bill Cosby part. Really? Yeah. But uh, Eddie would It almost seems like a, a shame or a waste. Eddie wouldn't go for it. And then when Chris Rock's out there, you know, rolling out the red carpet for the guy and just waxing poetic uh, everything that Eddie Murphy meant to him. And Eddie Murphy just came out and kind of threw to something else, right? Yeah. It, I think when they went to commercial, actually, I think. Yeah, that was, that was definitely a letdown, but... Uh, yeah, man, those old Saturday Lives, I remember that's how I got so good at using uh, the VCR programming features because mm -hmm. I would program that VCR to record Saturday Night Live. That's a shame, though. Like, this was, who's to say who's going to be around from the older cast if they do another 10-year special, right? Mm-hmm. So this was, I think this was their, their time to really shine, and they really, really blew it. You know, they got the, they gave themselves a three-hour time span. They really could have done some nice skits in there, sketches, whatever you call them. But there was real highlights, too, like Paul McCartney and Paul Simon singing together at the beginning. I guess. 
That was great. And even Paul doing uh, I'm Amazed, Maybe I'm Amazed. And uh, it had really great moments. And for what it was, this huge three-hour extravaganza, you could tell it was just rushed together. And that was part of part of the charm of it. And I can forgive them for, you know, showing too much of the newer cast and of too much of uh, what's-her-face and bad weekend update people. Yeah. But we got to see Norm on Saturday Night Live again. Well, I'll I'm take glad you enjoyed it then. Obviously much more so than I do. Well, again, you can't uh, you can't see things beyond. I just expect a certain caliber of uh, quality, and it wasn't uh, given to me that on that show. Hmm. You have to agree, man. They could have done a lot better. I think if they were, if they actually had sat down for six months working this out, maybe you could have got more content pushed in there. You know. Come on, these guys are professionals. They don't need that long of a time period. What'd you say? They were there for a week. I think Norm said he started working on it like on the Friday before it aired. So it's only a few days to bang it out. These guys are all about the business. They know, you know, Tina Fey was there. All these great writers. They could have easily. Tina Fey. That's what I was trying to remember. There was a little bit too much Tina Fey for me. Yeah. Which means there was like just even the picture. All these of guys could have got together. They really wanted to do some good skits, old characters, with just fresh uh, sketches, and yeah. Well, I, again, they tried to fit as much as they could. They banged out a bunch. That huge uh, musical number with uh, Martin Short, I thought was really good, where they were just banging off different characters over and over. Do you think? Um, SNL would continue if uh, something happened to Lauren? Hmm. Yeah, I would say. It wouldn't, I don't know if it would have the same, you know, reverence. But I'm sure they would keep it going as long as it's making money. Hmm. Yeah, probably right, I guess. Um, And I wanted to uh, crowbar in. I think it's March 1st that new Will Forte show is going to be on, The Last Man on Earth. Have you seen promos for it? No, I haven't. Just uh, not recently anyway. So when is it? I don't know. March 1st, I think. Soon. Hmm. Next week. And it's called The Last Man on Earth? (laughs) Yeah, why are you slurring your words now? (laughs) (laughs) Am I? Sign this puppy off. Is the side of my face uh, drooping down? Yeah, a bit. Wait, let me me try and lift both my arms up. (laughs) I'm okay, man. Uh, It doesn't sound like it. Let's just... uh, (laughs) That's it for today. Uh, That was good, man. We had not talked for a week. Yeah, we got to pump this out too sweet, too. Well, how about this? Let's tease what we've been working on uh, at home in terms of getting shows pumped out. Well, we... You mean our test? Yeah. We did a test of, uh, uh, what do you call it? A remote recording where both of us are at our own houses. Uh, well, this, that's how most podcasters do it, really, but it's new for us. <laughs> and we're going the Google route through Google Hangouts. Yeah. I, I was happy with it. Uh, yeah, it seemed to be fine. We'll have to see what, what happens when we pull the audio together. 
how and, good it uh, sounds. Yeah, if it's got that. Uh, as we were listening, as we were monitoring the audio, as we were talking, it seemed to be a bit more like we were. The audio was thin; didn't seem to have any sort of depth to it or bass. So uh, we'll have to see when it's, when it's pieced together. Uh, what the final product is, and then, uh, you know, at the very least, it'll give us an opportunity on a more consistent basis to do uh, stuff in the privacy of our own home. You know, I can be in my comfortable clothes. Or, or PGA or, pants. Or lack thereof when I'm talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> but I can see you in the camera, so just, I, I like Just the keep, upper half, don't worry. Yeah, well, as long as your hands are above the table. But it'll be easier to get multiple people in on the same show as well. Like that Google Hangout seems really easy to integrate all kinds of people. Yeah. And even video, but uh, uh, still can't talk into showing your face on camera. No, no one must see me ever. <laughs> but when we were doing the test, and uh, you know, as usual, you couldn't get, you couldn't uh, connect. No, and, no, I told you why. And then you, you no no you're like oh I didn't press this <laughs> no, button you couldn't connect so what it, uh, what it was recording was just my camera looking at me holding my cell phone talking to you as you were trying to find a way to connect <laughs> and yeah you, and you were the one who had to send an invite to me with the proper no, never mind about no, no. that and so all you could see was me and a lot of eye rolling going on <laughs> yeah. and you on the telephone saying how you couldn't find the right button to pick. And it was about 10 minutes of this. And you didn't send me the right link. <laughs> regardless. With, no, no. It no was regardless. A, no, it How's was it fucking regardless, I man? You couldn't find what you had because to do. Because you didn't send me the link with the right button. Well, You had to send the invite. No, that's irrelevant. So what... <laughs> because that's the only way we can do it. I had to, I had to delete it. As fast as I could because I knew I would publish this thing. It was so funny seeing my face with all the eye rolling going on <laughs> as you were handpicking your way on your side of the connection looking to log in. Alas, it was deleted. Never for our archives. But that's where we're going. We'll be doing some of that, getting others involved. So until that time, uh, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at Ace, uh, <laughs> I almost gave the wrong one. You can follow me on Twitter at AC Decepticon. But uh, for the Start to Continue show, uh, you can follow us at STCPOD. You can check out our ever-expanding uh, blog site, stcpod.blogspot.ca. Bill? Yeah, I'll be rolling some shit out on there, too. I think I'm going to be uh, publishing my entire record collection on there. I'm going to roll that out in sections. The, the pictures you have taken already? Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll explore my record collection. That'll be one of the things. Might as well. You got those pictures already posted. Why not? They look good. Well, that's it's. they're not posted. They're private. But uh, really? oh. we'll be rolling them out maybe 20 albums at a time and getting that out on the archive. And I'm sure you will finally put something of yours on there. Yeah. I might just, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking I'm, I've been moving over to the video game 
side of collecting as opposed to the transformers the last couple of days so uh, and, and reorganizing what games I have at home and whatnot. So um, probably stay tuned for that from my end. And the guitar challenge? How's that been going? Oh, excellent. <laughs> Shit. You were the mastermind behind it, too. It's I, I got everything ready. I just want to get up and start playing. And uh, it'll get there. All right. Till next time, folks. Post and post it. <laughs>